0: Hey, what's going on guys welcome to the mustard seed i'm andrew i'm ryan i'm josh join us on our journey morning you know what that means all right we're back back at it um yeah let's jump into a top five uh i don't know if you guys noticed i kind of retired the dad jokes until like maybe we'll bring them back uh during football season again you know we'll bring back the top five and the and the dad jokes again A break from being a dad too, right? That's yeah. Yeah, took a break from that. That's why I have no jokes. (laughs) Boom! There's your dad joke. There's your dad joke.
1: (laughs) We just came back from. We just had a dad weekend, you and I. Yeah, we did. we were single dads.
0: It was, uh, yeah,
1: it was fun. So our wives went on a bachelorette party Mm -hmm. together with the group, and well, it was for your sister's wedding. (laughs) Very exciting. Um, but we got to be home with our kids. I had a lot of fun with Elliot. I feel like I've just been so busy week during my weeks that it was really nice to have a weekend where it was just him and I. Like I just enjoyed it. It was just a lot of fun. He didn't have mama to always run
0: to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> shit, no one else was in the way. It was just me. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I had a good time too. I was just exhausted. I was doing everything. You know, Logan's a little older. He's going to be 4, so he's a little more like Sentences and able to, you know, manipulate his mind. Yeah, yeah. So I was like really just trying to really distract him. Like I went to Chuck E. Cheese. I went to um, the farm. I went uh, the aquarium. I was just like bringing him places just to like, you know, do things and have fun, and then just have that downtime too. But towards the end of the day, I was like exhausted. I was like needing Advil. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like ooh, it's so much to travel
1: like I don't know how you do it Josh like you have two but three like it's so much to travel or just go places with kids and yeah, doing that alone like that's yeah. another element. I just
2: took the three of them to Costco <laughs> by, by myself for the first <laughs> time and they did great. It's, it's funny how that is, how like you're worried about everything that could happen and you're kind of like, you know, maybe we shouldn't do this. But then when you actually do it, it's like, oh yeah, great. it's like when we took them to Chick-fil-A for the first time, just probably a month ago and they were they were just they were so great. But the whole time we we're like, oh, they're gonna run all over the place. They're gonna bother everybody. They're gonna grab people's food. But like, yeah, they were
1: good. Did
2: they did they
1: sit in the cart? Like, if you go like Costco, were they all in the cart? or yeah. you had them all.
2: Well, so Eli was walking with me, and then you know they have like the giant carts with the two yeah, exactly. seaters. There's so much space. Yeah, I was like nervous at first because I like was didn't know how I was gonna do it, but then I remembered that they got them big honking carts. Yeah, so, so I was able to yeah, put uh, John and Grace in the in the cart, and they were great, just like eyeing everything up and. You know, helping yeah. help me pick food and. How did Eli do
1: at the aquarium? I forgot to ask you about that.
0: He, so we both have Elijah. Like we were just one from yeah. Eli to yeah. Eli, Eli <laughs> to Eli. Yeah, that's why I was like, we both Andrew. have Eli's. <laughs> Et, that's mine. Et, <laughs> Elijah Thomas. Um, Et and Elliot. He, my, he's the total opposite of his brother. He's such like, chill and just go with the flow, and he kind of just like. Logan would be, like, having a yelling fit, and he'll just, like, go and, like, glance at him and then glance at us. And I was like, I told Jess, like, before he was born, like, I can't wait for that moment. Like, I want him to, like, just, like, look at Logan and be like, what's going on over there? And then look at us, like, you guys going to deal with this?
1: (laughs) I've noticed that because when we were together on Saturday, like, he does just kind of look at Logan and he's like, Oh, there he goes again. (laughs) And it's funny, too. It's like
0: he doesn't really cry, but like when he gets like, like one time, like when he was younger, he got upset and uh, Logan was yelling and it calmed him down. I was like, yeah, that's because it's this white noise. He heard it through the womb. It probably (laughs) like shook him. (laughs) But (laughs) Logan was great this weekend. He like uh, really listened and he really took big steps where I didn't even have to tell him like I was sitting on the couch feeding Eli and then. He was playing with his hot wheel cars and then all of a sudden he started cleaning them up and took out the something else. And I was just like, Whoa, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I this correctly? Yeah. <laughs> Those moments like, um, I guess like the kids just like grow, like he's going to be four this year. So like, there's just like crazy, uh, jumps, I guess from like three to like growing up wise. Right.
2: Oh, big time. Yeah. Three to four is such a massive difference. Like a four-year-old is like the best. Like I love having a four-year-old. <laughs> they're just like so. But like Eli is just so like. He's still, they're so silly and they're like starting to understand things, and so they'll just say like these most ridiculous stuff ever, and mm. it's just very comical and very fun. Like, lot
1: to yeah. look forward to.
2: Yeah.
0: like I lost my wallet and I couldn't find my wallet before coming here, and uh, I'm like frantically looking, and like Logan's like excited like looking like it's an easter egg hunt and i'm like trying not to like say a comment to him or push him out of the way i'm like oh thanks for helping uh check in there and he's like daddy i think a bad guy just took your wallet <laughs> 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 it's gone you should call the police <laughs> yeah, i love it. I was like well they won't get much <laughs> you could it that's great yeah that's fun I was more upset if I lost it. I have a uh, a vintage um, blockbuster card. That's what I didn't want. You know, I was more <laughs> more upset about that. Where is it?
1: Whoa! Wow.
0: So I was like.
1: A membership card
0: for Blockbuster? It's not mine. It's uh, just his grandfather's, Joe B. So so when he passed, like it was in his wallet, and I was like, I want this in my wallet. (laughs) That's so funny. I'm going to take the Blockbuster card. That's all I want. That's it. Blockbuster card.
1: That's a really cool looking card, though. It's. I could pull it out and be Mm -hmm. like...
0: I don't have my ID, but I got this. Yeah, like that will tell you how old I am.
1: <laughs> I Speaking of IDs, I need to change my picture. I'm 15 mm. in my picture, and I look way too young. I just I'm, had another. Me too. Every yeah. time I get ID'd, people are, the guy's are like, are you sure this is you? Like, <laughs> yes. Like, I'm
0: 21 in mine. So, I got to change mine too.
1: It's up this year, so I can renew it and I can take a new
0: picture. So. You know why? It's just easier just to renew it and they mail it to you instead of like going. Exactly. In and like That's going what I did. It's That's annoying funny. to like go there. Yeah. Because now they, they're going through hoops to go to the DMV. Is it really? I, I, I believe so. I think it's they're still on like the COVID schedule where it's like you got to make an appointment, you can't just show up. And mm. like you used to show up and get on, try to get online first and then. Yeah, you just get in and get there really early yeah. to be the first online. Yeah. Mm. Fun stuff. So what's the top five today? What do you got? Top five. Top five visited websites. Visited websites. Mm.
1: I would have to think a search engine has got to be number one, right? right. Like Google's got to be number yep. one. Yeah. Google
0: is
2: number one. Yeah. There you go. Bing, bang bang. Um, visited websites. Probably like Amazon.
0: Amazon is not in the top five. Really? Wow. Really? Wow. Really? wow. Yeah. I would think Amazon would be on there
1: too. Um, Crazy. It's so not like any of the social platforms because those are going to be on your phone.
0: It's all social. It's all oh, social? Uh, so, Facebook. Facebook is three. Uh, Twitter. Twitter is four. YouTube. YouTube is two. Mm. And then, Instagram? Mm hmm. Instagram's I, five. So we got Google, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Really? Yep. Isn't the Instagram platform a little funny on the website? I've never... Uh... It's got to be, I guess, a bunch of like elderly people. Yeah, on, you know? Using their computers. Just <laughs> typing it in. www.instagram.com <laughs> I'm on the gram. <laughs>
1: Google, I feel like that was an easier one. Does going, yeah. people, kind of does going
0: on your phone count as like, because you're going online, does it count? Uh, That's a good that? question. Towards that? Yeah, I maybe. Know.
1: I know that
0: there's all different,
1: like when you have, um, right, the back end of different things to see like the viewerships of things, like there's always mm. a separate tracking if you come from like a mobile device versus like mm. a Yeah, so I
2: think device. it's different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Tracks differently. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Like it's only like two companies right there. Between yeah. Google and Meta, like <laughs> I guess Twitter is different, but
1: yeah, because Google owns YouTube, YouTube, and then Facebook, Instagram, I and mean, then Elon is own, and old. Twitter is its own world. Thank yeah.
0: God. Yeah, they're their own world.
1: Are you guys still on? I'm. I deleted Twitter. Yeah, to I
0: you. deleted mine too. I don't. I never, any had any. One. Never, never had one. Never had one. No. I've That's just been trying to
1: delete all like my social stuff, but I made a um. I made a fake Instagram, like just an Instagram page to have access to Instagram to be able to watch and like see the real tea stuff. So I kind of like stay up to date with like Mm. all of our posts. And it's just like so quickly. I don't even follow anything besides real tea. But my whole suggested feed is now all golf videos Mm. like it happened that quickly and i am just (laughs) suckered in like literally i'll pick up my phone now and i'll just open instagram and i just watch the videos i'm like i think that's what we were talking about um
0: two weeks ago last week or whatever we talked about that we we talked about how it's just like what our children think of us you know staring at the box yeah or jess was saying a dog like what's wrong with this human just you know just sitting there I have a, at the, the barber
1: it. shop. the lady has a bunch of like pictures on her mirror and some of them are comic strips. And there's one that she's had for the longest time. And it's a picture of like a person behind bars. And she's like, I didn't understand now why they call every, they, they call our phones cell phones because it's like you're in, you're in prison to your phone or something mm. like that. Like
2: you're in a cell. I was like, okay, <laughs> there right. we go. that's <laughs> it. I yeah, figured yeah. it out. <laughs> Yeah, it is kind of crazy how how much the tech has advanced in our lifetime and how drastically it has affected our culture. Like yeah, how everyone is so taken by it.
1: It's very addicting. It is. Yeah. When was the last time you guys did something outside? Like a, I know it's not like the weather just got nicer, but when was that, like a like a nature walk or anything like that? Like I honestly don't think I could tell you. Like I really have to think about it, right? Like, like on your, like on my own,
2: like or just with or? friends,
1: family, whatever it is. Like last time, because when when Ronnie and I were dating, we would go to like Stony Brook a lot, and we would just walk mm. through the Avalon <laughs> and everything.
0: Like I, Grandma, I remember one time called me our grand grandmother. Um, she's like, Ryan and Ronnie walked in a gazebo together. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> she called me and she was very excited that you we went by the smithtown library and then went into gazebo oh the nest concert like hey yes pretty much she's, she's like, spilling our secrets yeah. What's up Grandma? <laughs> <laughs> that was like our first date actually yeah. she told me everything she called me wow yeah, that was our first date. We she went was outside. at Sun Dry like
1: this. Yeah, she must have been watching <laughs> <from> across <laughs> <binoculars>. the street. <laughs> She's making sure.
2: <laughs> I just thought of it. So we went to that, like the duck pond in East of Yeah, It has been to that little a big pond that's right there. Okay. It's like a little nature walk or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. we went there like maybe three, I don't know, maybe like a month and a half ago. Something nice. Like that. Oh, that was the last time. There you go. <laughs>
1: we I park <laughs> we've been to the park a bunch with elliot that i don't think that counts i'm trying i was thinking yeah, like i go on, walks. on like nature things i go on walks around my blocks <laughs> that's there you it. go yeah because <laughs> I, I we got a um last year we had the pass for the new york state parks mm. there are just so many great parks we've talked about this in the podcast yeah. like and there's just that i've been reflecting on that a little bit more i feel like i am separated from nature and like enjoying that aspect of life and how you can appreciate God and the beauty of life through nature. So I want to try and make a point of that. Barely have time to do anything these days, so I don't know how
0: I'll ever get on some nature walks. When you get, when you finally move into your house and like you mow your lawn, this is, this, uh, Josh can speak on it. The feeling like this is, it gives me peace after I mow my backyard and everything. And then maybe the next day, I'll like walk out on my deck and I'll have my coffee and I'm just like looking out and I just like take a deep breath. I'm just like, yeah. 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 I love, love that. Like,
2: yeah. Mowing the lawn, doing the weed whack and making it look all good. Mm-hmm. And then like what I, what I do is like as I'm leaving for work, I'll, like, I'll take like a second take. I'll just like look at it mm-hmm. as I'm driving by and be like, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good lawn. What lawn is that? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, it's a good feeling.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for that for sure. Yeah. I, when uh when i worked at the grounds crew like doing mm-hmm. all the groundskeeping and stuff for the the golf course and everything i was always like i can't wait to use these skills on my own lawn one day yeah. and let me tell you unless they do it now the lawn's going to need work cuz we just were there this past weekend dropping off furniture and stuff and everything the whole yard is overgrown cuz no one's uh, been living in it for the past yeah, yeah. six I'm surprised months that
0: they haven't had like some it.
1: I think like. they're going to, yeah. um, but yeah, everything's really overgrown right now, and actually, like I didn't know what to take of this encounter as we were walking into the backyard. Cause we were moving some things to into the back. One of the neighbors that came up to us and it was my dad, me and Jonathan we were walking there, and he's like, hey, do you, do you need a lawnmower?" And I, like I was a little confused by that question. I was like, yes, like i I do need one, but he was like, "Oh, great." And he's like, I'll get you mine. And I was like, wait, like, what do you mean? Like, right. I have no idea. He's like, are you going to mow your lawn? And I was like, well, we're not moving in yet, blah, blah, blah. Like, explaining it. I, like, didn't understand if he was trying to, like, sell it. Like, whatever. And then he yeah, introduced he like, himself afterwards. So,
0: the feeling that we just described, he's like, I got to look at this. Everything. Yeah, exactly. That way, <laughs> Dad's like, moments. oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We were <laughs> like, I'm sorry
1: about the lawn. He's mow like, it lawn. makes my lawn look good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out. He's trying to enjoy it. He's like. And he's looking at his and he goes, his, yeah, exactly. I'm sure, right? The
1: the whole neighborhood. Because the whole everyone's lawns were really nice. They're probably looking at that right now, like, what the heck is going on over there?
2: <laughs> but hey, I remember when we moved out of the Smithtown house, so Claire and or Claire, me and, and Claire's dad did put a lot of work in that front lawn to make it look good. We like reseeded it, we did fertilizer, we cut it, all that stuff. And so when we moved away, they like the new owners like did not take care of the lawn, and so I remember driving by it and it was like literally like to your knees. Yeah, it was like the grass was I remember so tall, that. Yeah, even above that. And I was just like, "Oh man, like I was so frustrated. Like, well, come on, like put all that work in, like gotta take care of it, man." <laughs>
1: I remember driving by it a couple of times because I yeah. when I go to yeah. the land, yeah, and I'd always look and it was so, so long, it was bad, like, it was right? so I high. Jesus, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like That looked like a lion could have been prowling through yeah, like there. Right, it yeah. was that long. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. thick, too. You did a good job fertilizing yeah, and seeding yeah. it, because it was thick. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> Weren't they from the city? Is yeah, that their were, deal? Yeah, they didn't yeah, really so know how just, to... <laughs> do it, yeah. Work a lawnmower. Can't work a lawnmower. That's got to be, you should have to go through a test. Like if you're going to be a homeowner, like go through a yard test. Like, <laughs> can you mow your lawn? Can you like drive in a car? You got to go through your what test. Fertilizer should you use? <laughs> <laughs> they Make you watch a video. Don't shake the baby. Like, can you mow your lawn? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Don't. laughs>
0: uh, good stuff. Word. So, yeah. Please like, comment, subscribe. Uh, thanks follows. for watching. Yeah, thanks for watching. See you next week. <laughs> I feel like we gotta say this throughout the episode. Yeah, right? I was gonna. I always keep that. saying like, "Oh, we gotta say it throughout the episode," and then remind me too. Um, they've been asking me to go live on Facebook. Go live yeah. on Facebook. Whoa, whoa. So, maybe we'll do that after while we're editing. Well, while Josh is, <laughs> we'll in. go live. We'll go live. Just start streaming. Yeah, I would actually
1: be uh, interested in streaming. That would be a fun thing to do. To mm-hmm. play some games together and like.
0: Boom. Oh, Josh, um, you have Switch. Do you have the Nintendo Switch? No? Mm, I was wondering if you were... No, I don't either. But I talked to a lot of people at work who have been obsessed with the new uh, Zelda game. Hmm. So they're like coming to work like dead tired. Like, I stayed up. I have 40 minutes sleep. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's wild. Yeah, those those games can really take you.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've been playing like old games recently. I've been playing like Skyrim. If you guys ever heard of that one before? Yeah, I've heard of that.
1: that Never played.
0: Yeah. Is that the one with the little robot? And uh, no,
2: no, it's like it's like dragons and stuff. It's like a fantasy old RPG game. Oh,
0: what was the purple dragon? Spyro. Spyro. I'm surprised I haven't tried to make that a live action something. You know, yeah, like a movie. Well, they
2: did just re they like remade them or did a remake, a remaster or something like that, mm. just a couple years ago.
0: You know what game I used to like? Well, I liked Sly Cooper and I liked the, the Jack and. Yeah, I, I loved like. those yeah, games. I enjoyed yeah. those games. Yeah,
2: I played those growing up. The three, the Jack, Jack and Daxter, Jack 2, and Jack yeah. 3.
1: Yeah. Yeah, those were good. good Sly stuff. Cooper was great. I Sly liked Cooper Sly was Cooper. good too. That was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. The Thieves Raccoonus?
1: Yes. And the the Turtle and the Pig. What, yeah. were, the, um, what were their names? I don't and even a even hippo, no? Was it a hippo or a pig? A hippo. Maybe a hippo. I, don't I thought it was, I thought it was pink. That's why I thought it was pink. But it was big, so that would make sense that it was mm. a hip hop. Those were fun games. They had three <laughs> games too. I think they had like a yeah. trilogy. Yeah, those are mm-hmm. great.
0: Good stuff. Yeah. The thieves, thieves. Now let's segue into Jesus talk. Right. Let's do it. <laughs> Jesus yeah. was up on the mountain playing Jack and Daxter too. Yeah, I was thinking like how are we gonna bridge <laughs> that gap. <laughs> Segway segue and we're here it just anything works if you just say segue right that's it segue transition transit ready go (laughs) transition (laughs) transition you start you got um let's talk about jesus and like um this uh thing josh is gonna read a little just a little bit of it it's too long to read the whole thing we will be you will be on our our youtube all night if we uh read the whole thing. But um this is like about being submissive to God and like um you may think like the like God's got you on the calm waters, but you may think it's rocky and you're like trying to navigate and you're like you really got to put your faith into God like um it's not all going to be, you know, rainbows and butterflies with your faith and like submitting to God, like you're not going to understand what he wants you to do. And um, Jesus is what he's saying here uh, relates to this. Yeah, yeah. very much. Sure thing. So I'll just read
2: like a verse back. Yeah. That yeah. Way. Just, just what he said. a little yeah. context. Nice intro. That's good. Uh, so Jesus went out to the Mount of Olives and the disciples followed him. When he came to the place, he told them, pray that you will not enter in, into temptation. And he withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them where he knelt down and prayed, father, if you're willing, take this cup from me yet. Not my will, but yours be done
0: right there where he says, not my will, your will. That's him submitting to God, um, submitting to our the father. And it's just like very powerful where like he, kn- he knows what's about to happen. He knows what he's going to go through. And, uh, obviously he's scared a little bit but he's not saying like i'm not doing this you can't make me he, we, god did a good job having uh jesus as a kid you know there's no talk back <laughs> yeah. Like, clean up those cars <laughs> no i'm not gonna do that <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe joseph had to deal with that for a little bit but, <laughs> but it is a jesus's life is the example of how we should live and that line is great. Like, I feel like you could take that to prayer. I know I try to take that to prayer very often just throughout my day. It's just oh, not my will, but your will. Mm. and It's that ultimate trust and surrender. And yeah, surrender. I mean, that line alone can just summarize, like, when you say, like, what does it mean to, to practice your faith or to be living, you know, in relationship with God? Like, that's it. You know, when you have moments or difficult tasks or even just anything, just that you're starting your day, it's like, okay how can i live in a way that is allowing your will to be not my will it's that's not easy but Good. it's something that can be excellent yeah
2: and i i think i love that first part where he's just like father if you're willing like take this cup for me like i don't i don't really want to do this you know i don't really want to do this so if it's your will please take this for me and for me that's kind of comforting in the sense of like it's okay if you're in a scenario that like you don't necessarily want to be in you know I think sometimes we want life to be perfect constantly. Mm-hmm. And so we want to be comfortable and to be happy and content always. And so when we're in moments of like discomfort, maybe life's hard a little bit. Like we kind of feel bad sometimes that we don't, that we aren't happy or that we aren't like content with something. And I feel like it's nice to just know that like Christ was like, I don't want to do this really, mm-hmm. you know, like, can we, Maybe do something else, <laughs> and um, but still being able to be faithful and longing for his will. So that's comforting to me.
0: Yes, 100% agree. Uh, something I read, too, because Jesus, what, was 33 when he was crucified? And something I read, too, is like, in a man's life, the most difficult time will be your when you are Jesus's age. And I'm like, oh, I'm, that's oh, yeah. me this year. I'm, so... I'll let you know. Keep it posted. (laughs) But yeah, I read something like... Andrew gets crucified. (laughs) What?
2: This is your crucify year. (laughs) Is that it? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, Ten years removed from your Jordan year. You get your Jesus year. Yeah. Crazy. (laughs) My Jesus year is coming up. Coming up. Crazy. Yeah. I do think about that sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's funny you brought that up with age because I thought about like my life often kind of like the steps and where I wanted to be at different points in my life. 30 was always this number in my head. And like, it always seemed further
0: than it actually is, you know?
1: Yeah. And here I am almost a year away, but like that's when Jesus's ministry started right at Mm. 30, you know? And to think about just life in this quote too, like, you know there's there's times where it's like, I, "I wish I could be doing more," or you know, when am I ever going to get to that point where I'm feeling fulfilled or I'm doing what is is fulfilling to me?" but then it's reminding yourself that it's not all about yourself, right? And sometimes the things that you think you want, like you're just not there for it yet, right? So if you allow God's will to continue to take place, like you'll ultimately get to that point, you know and it sometimes it can take into. You're thirty to really start making an impact in this world, and that's I don't know if that I just feel like everyone's deepest desires at some point is to make an impact on the people around them, right so that way to just don't put it all on yourself but pray and allow it to say where where is your will God, not my will it's it can be powerful
2: It's hard though, yeah, it's really hard to like let go because we want to have take control of everything you know we always mm-hmm. want to grab grab the reins of our life because we think we know what's best we think we know what'll work and you know nine times out of ten we tend to not know like that's why it's always important for us to to seek the will of the father because he always kind of like nudges us in the right direction and things tend to go much easier when it's his will as opposed to us trying to force our hand through a you know a peg whatever
0: yeah we're trying to guide our way into heaven and that's where he gives us our free will to like make the decisions of right and wrong. And I don't know, have you guys ever like sat down, like prayed and just like, like what am I like, what do you want me to do? Like, what do you want? What can I do to further your ministry? What can I do to like, and have you ever like felt an answer like come to you? Like just like how, like you're really talking to him like what what do you want me to say like what do you want who do you want me to try to bring in because like that we've talked about it many times that's our mission as uh christians as catholics to get as many people as we can to believe and become followers of uh, christ and so i've been like really praying on that a lot lately and um a lot of it too is like just like Like when I was praying, 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 a lot of it that came back to me was like the, uh, the children, like protecting the children and just like really, uh, we've talked about it countless episodes, but there's so much that's happening that is just like ridiculous and it's, it's sinful. It's shameful just to like put these events and just go after that they're going after the children so hard. And um, I saw something where like a couple uh, government officials were saying like, there are children. They're not your children. No, they're it's my children and it's Christ's children. The only person who can say it's there are children. I will only say that alongside is with uh, Jesus. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That uh, thought of children, too, and stuff like I, I found that a lot of times when I've kind of not understood where I am supposed to be going. A lot of times I keep getting directed back to like family, like mm-hmm. who's around, like that's where your mission is. Like that's who you should be focusing on and, and the rest will take care of itself. And if like, when I put that in mind, like, cause, cause look at the end of the day, right. A lot of what we understand with our faith, like it's the selfless love that, that Jesus showed us. Like that's how we should live right. Selflessly. Mm-hmm. So I constantly try to like remind myself, it's like, how do I live in a way that it's, my family first. Right. And like, it's quick, it's easy. It's just how much can sometimes get in the way of that thought process. Right. And like, there's just so much going on in the world, like in your day to day that it's easy to like, forget those ideas of like, what am I, what is my real mission here? And that's, you know, family or selfless
0: living. But yeah, that's a, uh, you can have moments too, like w- with the family and bring it into Christ. I'm sure Josh, you have had so many proud moments with your, with Eli. Um, I don't know about the twins. If like they're with uh, just like how they're growing, right. Our yours? he's four. Mm. And so Logan's going to be, they're close in age. He's going to be five, right. This yeah. year. So they're close in age enough where it's like, you're watching them growing. You're, I can't wait for you to like witness it. Cause like, just like seeing like their faith or just like just the little things like even when we were at your mom's house and we're all eating and we're not paying att- attention and Logan's like, "Wait, we didn't say prayers." Mm-hmm. And it's just like that proud moment or he's constantly singing, "Um, Jesus loves me." Which I yeah. love. And it's it awesome. just it's just great. And just like those moments is like, "Okay, I'm doing something right." And you got to keep keep it going." So yeah, I definitely. Yeah, well, the family is, you
2: know, like we said weeks ago, is like it's the, the, the final battleground the final battle. or whatever it is. Yeah. And so it's it's so important for us to remain faithful to them and to invest in them. And the Lord wants us in the home, like to take care of the home, to be present with our kids, to edify them, to teach them the faith, and let them to become warriors for Christ, like honestly. And um Especially, yeah, the the world that we're living in right now, like, like we we need it, we need that. Like that's this is kind of like the the safe haven is the family, you know. And so it's important for us to to really invest in that. And and I think, yeah, the Lord is definitely directing us back into you know to take care of care of that because that's that's our vocation, you know, as 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 married men. Like that's we're that's what matters. This is our wife and our children.
0: There's so much though. There's so many like people of faith and that are coming That I think they're all realizing it, that they're coming after the children. They're targeting our children um, and they're coming forward. And that's the main thing. We put up that armor, we protect them. So that was a good question you posed before too. like
1: the thought of like, how do you know what is God's will? Right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're in the moment, when you're trying to figure that out and decipher that, like, cause have you had those moments where you think you're like, Yep, this is it. You know what I mean? Like is there cuz that's where I think too. It's a lot of like questioning sometimes of myself of like am I doing the right? Am I following your will? Like how am I how do I know this? You know? Like where do I where do I find that answer? Um and I don't necessarily know if you do in a way but you do, right? Like what I guess it can be different for everyone to
2: really see like this is it. So I think for me in the past like I've had moments where I've prayed and then I've had, you know, prayers answered. And, but I think more in a recent, it's, it's more like for me, it's like a reflection. so like looking back and then just being like, Oh yeah, like that was the will of the the father. Cause I, I'm, you know, I keep talking about this job, but I think it's such a a massive answer to prayers because for so long it was like, God, what are we going to do? Like, what am I going to do? Am I supposed to do this? Am I supposed to do this? Like, why can't, like, I'm, I'm like grasping at straws and I am i don't know how to provide for the family and all this stuff. And I was like, I had no idea. Like, I remember there was a point where I was just like, I don't even, I don't even know. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I was like almost hopeless. Like, there's nothing for me. But then all of a sudden I was able to, to find stumble upon being a mailman. And it was like everything that is, perfect for the family like I don't didn't have to go back to school like I will make enough money to support the family eventually and like it all like just worked out and it was nothing that I had ever envisioned or planned on or like it was never on the radar for me and I really like it (laughs) so like all of that combined was like yeah like this is the will you know because it like worked out it's like best for the family I mean right now it's tough because of the time but like eventually it will be but it's because I'm working so much. But <coughs> yeah, so I think for me, like looking back, you see all of the connections that kind of all the things that work out, all the things that like kind of fall into place that are almost like coincidences or whatever. And then you're like, oh, it's, it's, it's you see God's hand working in the midst of, in the midst of everything. Like Claire and I do that sometimes with like relationships. We'd be like, okay, so how do we know Father Sean? Well, it's because of like this one event where somebody met. Father Sean, who then like met a sister of Claire and then like you like follow the line and it's like, wow, like you see like all of this like interplay between like, oh, so this is where, well, I don't know, whatever. But <laughs> yeah, like this is where <laughs> you, know like, you kind of see exactly mm-hmm. like where, oh, where his hand is. And
1: so it's about patience in a way, right? Like be patient. Just so keep it is, plugging away. Which is away. really hard. It's just hard to do, right? Yep. Yeah.
0: That is, uh, it is, oh, that works. It is uh, very hard to be be patient and just like put your faith into you know just to like submit and just like Josh was saying before like we think like we can steer our own ship but God's like always got a gentle hand like, like trying to push you back and yeah, he's like hitting yeah. the water he's yeah. like splashing the water like, to <laughs> like, make him move go that <laughs> yeah. no, this way, this way. <laughs> he's yelling at him. he's like you know what happened to the last guy who tried to run away I mean I, I, I got eaten by a whale <laughs> Or keep it up, yeah. up. Send the whale <laughs> I'll walk outside to work one day and all of a sudden I'll see a whale I'll be like darn it <laughs> I, cho- I chose wrong <laughs> that's how you know when you chose wrong just on on the, the street. at your doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> like come on in <laughs> so then have have there been moments because I was trying to think about this when you guys were talking too like because this uh, verse particular is God or Jesus asking God about taking the cup, right? So this is a difficult task that I don't necessarily want to take on, but I know that it's going to be for an ultimate good. Like, I think now I could feel it sometimes with, like, work. And it's not as literal as, like, I don't want to do this, but it's more about just knowing that there is so much that needs to be be done. done. Um, So sometimes, like, I almost feel like, okay, you know, take this. But at the same time, it's like, this is important for you know the ultimate will at the end of the day um so do you guys feel like you ever have those moments where it's like oh take this cup from me like and knowing that it's going to be an ultimate good but it's going to be a challenge through that i think exodus was that for me sometimes Like, i Mm. did not want to do it you know but it's like let me embrace it because ultimately it's going to make me a better person yeah, and I feel like I can put that more specifically into just like daily challenges. Like, you know, let me try and make more sacrifices daily, because then I think that can ultimately help long term as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, I
2: think Exodus definitely really kind of got the ball rolling a lot for for me and a lot of the, like big changes that I made in my life. Because I think about Exodus, it like led me into this world of like, what would life be like without using your devices? And then that led me to, like, Matt Fred, which drew me into the faith more so, like, in, like, a theological sense. And then eventually deciding to ditch my smartphone, because that's what Matt Fred's all about. And, like, it just, like, caused these big changes. So, yeah, definitely, like, Exodus is, is a, it really shakes you up. And it's difficult, but that that's a good example of, like. like good suffering that can lead to like a better life eventually yeah right like a a rebirth (laughs) yeah of being risen well an exodus right an exodus
0: yeah
1: yeah i i agree i can think back to like because the first time we did it with uh when we did it together with james and Mm. and uh ryan and that was more of that first step that i realized like a lot of those things that really weren't perfect at the time but developed into good habits as I went on like because right. I took so much from just that break from everything and it, it made me shape like the way I do things now because I, I did remove a lot of social media and I did try to step away from things so yeah there are those opportunities where we can kind of embrace something that's not easy but it very difficult but can then be very rewarding at the end of the day
2: and I think that's the nature of suffering right like it's our culture hates suffering and, and does everything in its power to alleviate it. But there is something something good about suffering in the sense of how it strengthens you because it causes you to be a better person. And when you accept it, recognize it, you can kind of mature and grow from it and get stronger. Like there's a story of like a moth and um, like how this this guy was like walking through the woods and he sees this, This cocoon and the the moth's trying to break out of it. And he's like, Oh, I'm gonna help I'm gonna help the moth get out. So he helps. He like opens up the cocoon, but then the moth dies and just falls to the ground. Because like it needs to struggle in the cocoon to get strong. Because it has to get strong enough to like break out of it and then be able to fly from then on. So all that to say that like suffering is a part of life and it's it's something that we endure, but ultimately it is for good eventually, like for, and I don't mean like, yeah, okay, forget it, but yeah,
1: yeah, no. And I think that's something that for us all, like in today's day and age can like try and learn a little bit more from the fact that like there are moments of suffering, like life is never going to be just easy butterflies and rainbows, you know, like, but there's, there's, there's a solution to the suffering. And that solution and that redemption is the Redeemer himself, Jesus Christ, right? Like, he died and rose again. So all of our suffering that we experience, if we take it to Jesus, right, if we allow him to bring his will into this, we will find peace and, and a reason behind that suffering, right? Maybe not in this life, but we will always ultimately understand why, you know? And there is a lot of times, like, it's good to reflect, right? Because then you can look back and say like, okay, wow, like I did go through those difficult moments, but it made me this, like I did, ed- I ended up being better because of it, you know?
0: Sometimes though, those difficult moments just keep coming and coming and coming. And at the the time you don't know why. And that's where uh, it gets dangerous where you just keep questioning it. And why is this happening to me? And, uh, why am I struggling with? Uh, finances Why am I struggling With this Why What is going on There's There's just So much uh, ter- Turmoil I guess With struggling I don't know Yeah But it's just like It could really just Eat you up And like that's where You're at your lowest And that's where the devil Comes jumping on in And can get you
2: Yeah No definitely Definitely
0: Cause you find one You're looking for those Quick fixes mm. You know And Yeah you always look For those quick fixes And uh it's not the answer. And it's just like you said, you got to struggle to get out of that cocoon to, to grow and fly. Yeah, that's a good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this yeah.
1: verse is just something that I feel like can be just a great daily prayer. Like it can be a morning prayer. It can be a, a midday prayer. Like just that line alone, just to be able to read it, reflect on kind of where Jesus was in that moment. And, and hopefully that can help relieve any sort of questioning or uncertainty or suffering that that you're dealing so with.
0: So there's a, there's also like suffering of like where everything is going, you know, everything's good like you have that you could you could be have that happy home life. There's no problems between you and your wife. There's no no issues like that, but like you're constantly just like you can constantly just feel um, miserable and you don't know why and it just like constantly like eats at you, eats at you, eats at you. And there's no reason why. And it's just this dark cloud over you and you're suffering that way. And it's just like you're any little inconvenience. It just turns into like a major thing and it doesn't have to be. And I wish I had the answers to tell you like what to do in those situations other than pray and like praying about it, talking to God. um, Why is it? Why do you have these feelings? And it's just, I don't know. I, it's just, yeah. no.
2: Well, Thomas Aquinas has an answer. <laughs> <laughs> he um. So, oh, Matt Frad wrote a book called "How to Be Happy," and it was looking at like the reality of what you're saying, Andrew. Where it's like we're we're human, right? Like we're we were made for eternity, but we're in f- like a finite reality. So the reality is is like a lot of, like nothing is really going to like satisfy us here other than like God and experiencing him but even all those emotions fade with time. So the whole thing is like we just have to like find those moments that we enjoy the world and like enjoy the pleasures of the world within in a in a good sense and then also just experiencing the divine in the midst of it and trying to you know bring heaven here on earth while we can. Um, but like, that's kind of just the reality of, of, of our human condition, you know, being made for eternity, but stuck in a finite reality is like, we're constantly wanting to suck God out of things when God isn't in those things per se to like really fulfill that, that hole within us. But we can still be happy through some cool things.
0: And before we end it, I was thinking too, is like, have you ever like felt like God has like spoken to you in your head and told you something and like sometimes like you got to be able to realize like what is actually god and what is not god like you may think like oh god's telling me this uh it must be like create your own voices yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, and it's like be aware that's the Mm. yeah Yeah,
2: definitely definitely It's good for me it's like peace if something is like leads you into peace then it's a good decision that's kind of how i feel about stuff like that yeah it's like if, if it's gonna lead you to like where things are more peaceful mm. like i think it's usually always of god
0: hmm. yeah like that uh that exhale where you're just like oh that felt good yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah
2: mm. cool
1: go team go team
0: well please like comment subscribe we appreciate you guys um Bear with us if we don't post every week uh, that moving schedules, moving this, that, the other. So, um, yeah, appreciate you guys. Uh, Yeah, stay rooted in Christ. Thanks for listening. Peace.